0: Welcome to Political Coffee, your one hour thought provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Six
1: minutes past six o'clock. Great to have you with us today to talk politics with that cup of coffee. So grab that cup of coffee. We'll get at it. 503 589 1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503 589 1220 emails. Jeff at a.m. Laurel Roses will be boi- joining us at the end or the bottom of this hour. She's a candidate for Congress. We'll talk with her about why she's running for Congress. A few minutes ago, about a half hour ago, we got the news that the America's economy contracted at a 1.4 annual rate in the first quarter. In other words, it went backwards. Instead of growing as an economy, we had less economy. What does that mean for Democrats? What does that mean for the left? What does that mean for inflation? In fact, there's another uh, story. This is on the Liberty Daily, by the way. Um, There's a story that says, inflation draining your wallet, grocery cart, and your gas tank is far steeper Then 8%. And yes, I think you can make that argument. I think everybody thinks that. Everybody feels that. Now, the question is, how do candidates like Laurel Roses or the Taxpayer Association gave their endorsements uh, for the court? Of course, Judge Vance Day. There's not much he can do about that. Sherry Helt for Bureau of Labor Commissioner and Darren Harbick for the U.S. Senate. So, can any of these candidates use this data and use just the feeling, the impressions that people are under by what they see and what they hear, what they're experiencing? Can they use it effectively to win elections? And when you win elections, you are then able to do things like control school boards, city councils. We do want to try to talk to uh, Julie Hoy at some point also. Uh, We've just not been connecting, uh, unfortunately. She is running for city council here in Salem, so I do want to make sure we have a conversation with her. Uh, Bridget Barton is coming up on Monday. Uh, We're talking with other candidates for really all through next week. Tomorrow on Freedom Friday... Uh, we have um, Ibra Taher. He's in your voters pamphlet. He's a philosopher who is running for the Republican nomination for U.S. Senate. We'll talk with him tomorrow. But today it's Laurel Roses. and You can check out uh, her website at laurelrosesforcongress.com. It's very uh, simple. You may have seen her sign. It says Vote Roses, and it's got some um, some pretty roses on it for Congress. So what else is going out there? Well, the courts just blocked $1.1 billion. This was the Lynn County lawsuit against the state not using, per their contracts, per the law, the state lands for forestry that the state owns, both the Tillamook and the Elliott State Forests, not using them for their highest and best purpose, thus denying tax revenues these rural counties well there was 152 other uh, state governments that or uh, local governments rather that entered in the oregon court they won a 1.1 billion dollar decision from a lynn county jury they appealed to the court of appeals and the court of appeals overturned it the taxpayers association has a story about this and it says basically that this is a pattern in Oregon here, where the courts have overturned the will of the people and have protected government. And they give other examples. All of this is true. It's an interesting um, way of looking at this, and I think it is highly Well, highly reasonable to look at it that way. The courts, of course, we know in Oregon are owned by Kate Brown, as she has appointed uh, most of the justices. uh, Five out of seven of the justices on the Oregon Supreme Court. And this is by the way, this ruling is being appealed to the Oregon Supreme Court. So good luck with that. Uh, The only way you could actually make this work is a federal lawsuit. And there's no basis for a federal lawsuit on it, unfortunately. So anyway. Anyway. That's what's going on there. Um, Oregon Democrat candidates for governor Tina Kotek and Tobias Reed, this is a KGW Chen late, say they'd solve the state's biggest issues with more money and greater dependency on government from homelessness, uh, right on tent camping, gun violence, policing, not a word about restoring. Um, They did ask them about defunding the police. What does it mean to you today? Not a word about restoring the money. Oh, we just got to make the cops more. uh, We we don't. Tobias Reed, though, did say someone I know well says, I don't want less police. I want better police. I think that's a good summary for me. Well. So then why don't you come out, Tobias, and say, yeah, you know, I think I want to. I want the city of Portland to restore the money they took away from the cops. Education—it's all throwing more money at it. Climate, of course, climate. Everything—we've got to have 100% clean electricity. Well, that means you—if you're going to do that—if you're going to have 100% everything, then basically you just got to ban all fossil fuels. Period. Good luck with that. Kate Brown's decision to free the the murderer, the convicted murderer is so bad that Ron Wyden says it's grossly irresponsible. It's an Oregonian story. Oh, and did I mention Ron Wyden's running for reelection? Yeah. Uh he is. But this is a Noel Crumbie story, Oregonian. And in it, this reporter just writes what belies her viewpoint. In the second paragraph, Senator Ron Wyden said Brown's decision to show mercy to Kyle Hedquist. Now, 45 is, quote, is wrong at every level, starting with its callousness towards the crime victim's family and extending to the Oregon counties and public officials, blah, 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 unquote. To show mercy? Show mercy to a man who ought to be put to death for what he did? That's the state of the woke crowd that gets hired by the Oregonian this day to report stories. Mercy? He was sentenced nearly 30 years ago to life without the possibility of parole for shooting a young woman in the back of the head whom he lured into the country so he could execute her. Hey, Noel, maybe you ought to think about what the word mercy means. At least Ron Wyden gets, it's too bad you don't. But then what would you say about Brown's decision to show mercy? Maybe you could say something like Brown's decision to release this heinous murderer. Because isn't that editorializing to the same extent you just used by using your word mercy? Metro, by the way, there's a story in Willamette Week, speaking of homelessness and distrust of government. Metro recognized voters weren't seeing the benefits from all the new taxes they passed for the homeless and housing. So what did they do? They hired a consultant, a political consultant, to craft messages to convince the people of Portland and Metro that it's really better than what you're seeing with your eyes. Don't believe what you're seeing. (laughs) That's what they did. Yep. $150,000 contract to persuade people. Now Metro has 32 employees and a budget of $4.75 million in their communications office. Don't you think they would be able to do this? In fact, Nigel Jacobs who wrote the story makes that statement. That might seem like enough resources he writes to craft a message on how taxpayer money was making difference. Oh no, but they, that's not their area of specialty, is it? So anyway, what you're seeing, Metro basically said, let's hire a consultant to convince people what they're seeing with their own eyes in the garbage and the homelessness and the defecation in front of the streets. Let's convince them it's not really as bad as they think. Folks, by the way, do you know how much money they passed? measures that the public stupidly voted for. Metro got a bond passed for $653 million in 2018 for housing bonds, affordable housing. And then another $2.5 billion with a B, folks, to reduce homelessness in 2020. And of course, now they're just getting that program running. Nobody's seeing it. results. Oh, and all of this money and this effort, they had to stop. Why? Well, because a people's committee, People for Portland, filed a ballot measure seeking to dictate how the revenue from the HOVA services measure would be spent in the future. Metro had to immediately shut down this little operation. Why? Because it would have violated state law of government advocating for in a political campaign. All of this is on the table today. When we get back, we'll get to the phones. 503-589-1220 is a Power of GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. You guys on hold, stand pat. I promise I'll get to you. I want to remind you that if you're looking for a winning real estate broker who can make you a winner, you should talk to Rebecca Donaldson. She won the best of the Willamette Valley because she's really good at what she does. Give her a call at 503-269-0747. 269-0747. Her and her staff will help you. She's got a great website. It's called Rebecca's Got Houses Rebecca's Got Houses.com. More to come in just a moment, folks. Again, Laurel Rose is coming up with an interview at the bottom of this hour. Don't fool me.
0: jeff now at 503-589-1220 that's 503-589-1220 let's return now to more of political coffee with jeff krupp
1: 22 minutes past the top of the hour great to have you with us today pfeiffer roofing can keep you dry as the rain comes back from time to time over the next few days especially in your home, if you're not dry, man, things are miserable. So you don't want that. You want to be dry. So why don't you call Pfeiffer Roofing? And you know what they'll do? They'll come on out to your home or your business. They'll take a look at your roof. They'll take pictures. They'll explain what they're seeing and how they think they can fix it for you. Whether it's roof replacement, a great Roof Max product that, seals up is a five-year guarantee seals up your asphalt shingle roof roof repair roof cleaning gutter systems pfeiffer roofing does it all check out their website pfeifferroofing.com p-f-e-i-f-e-r roofing.com second generation family-owned company right here in the mid-valley area roofing.com let's go to the phones we'll start first with art art good
2: morning Good morning, Jeff. Good old Wyden. What a gem of a senator! What a failure he's been. Notice how he throws Kate under the bus because he's up for re-election. Do we really think he would have said a dang thing, Jeff? But the polls show that they're losing, and they're losing big time. What has Ron said about the epidemic of drugs flowing into this country, the fentanyl, that are killing thousands, thousands, yeah, across our great country because the Democrats won't do a dang thing concerning that. Ron Wyden, he's been in there too long. He tells you what he needs to tell you so you're re-electing, but don't be fooled. Ron Wyden wouldn't have said a dang thing about this at all if he wasn't up for re-election. Because You're truly right he does not. What's You're that right about that. Well, you know, I, I know right about,
1: about that. And I got to tell you, your, your point about this fentanyl issue and all these drugs, it's the number one killer of young people now, according to statistics from the federal government. And does he <laughs> talk about it? No. But he does talk sure. about climate change, doesn't
2: he? Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't talk about closing the border where all that fentanyl is coming across. In fact, he's in favor of an open border. He doesn't care that the Chinese are manufacturing and shipping that garbage in to kill our kids, to kill our young adults. Even, that, well, Jeff, it just makes me sick, sick, sick. And Ron Wyden, your numbers are, your days are numbered, buddy. We are sick and tired of you living in New York and not living here in Oregon and addressing the true issues, the true issues that need to be addressed. You're a fake and a fraud, Mr. Wyden, and I'm gonna do everything within my power to make sure that come November, you lose because we're losing just by the number of people that are dying in this state, because you're a Democrat and you really don't care.
1: Well said. Thank you, Art. I appreciate it. By the way, speaking of um, senators, I'll let you go. I'm going to move you. on to Glenn in a moment here. Uh, there's a couple of headlines here. Merkley shares concern on wildland li- wild wildland firefighter shortage. Wow. How about concern, Merkley, on the open border? And all the criminals coming across the open border. The fentanyl. And there's another headline. Merkley and Wyden announce an irrigation project funding headed to Central Oregon. Pork for Central Oregon. They get the headlines, but are they really working for people's true betterment? Look at the inflation rate. And it's so bad, by the way. There's a new poll that finds Joe Biden trails any generic Republican in the 2024 election by nine points. Nine points, folks. This has huge implications for Ron Wyden. Let's go to uh, Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Yeah, uh,
2: Jeff, the contraction in the economy at the federal level, what Almost 1.5%. Is that contraction actually hitting Oregon and is it visible to people? That's very important.
1: Um, It is. The the contraction isn't yet. Uh, Because apparently, I I don't think a lot of people have been losing their jobs in Oregon because of the upcoming recession and the way you can't have this high a level. Glen of of inflation, and housing slowing down, all these things you can't have that and not expect that there to be a contraction. So yes, I think there's going to be one. They're they're not seeing it today in terms of unemployment loss, but they're sure feeling it with inflation.
2: Now the last time I was downtown and in the Pearl District, I saw I see growth in construction in the Pearl District, but I saw a total lack of people downtown. So that that's continuing. The downtown drawdown is still continuing, but it looks to me like the Pearl is getting is uh, losing its hangover. That's just <laughs> yeah, my observation. It.
1: it it needs it. There is no question about it. I mean, I just I look at what's happening here in Oregon, and and again, I see a a political realignment that I think is generational and it is permanent if, and this is the if, Republicans and conservatives at all levels hit hard on the themes that really matter in people's lives, and it ain't climate change, it is CRT, it is inflation, it is outrageous homelessness, outrageous actions by Kate Brown. In releasing murderers and rapists into our streets. Back in a moment with Laurel Rosen running for Congress. Don't go away. It's 6.30. Your rhythm is going to get you.
3: In bed. Throw the covers on
0: your head. You pretend like you want to end. But I know it's... Gone. Okay. Stop the Congress. Call Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: It is 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us today. It is Thursday. That means tomorrow is Freedom Friday. You'll be able to call and talk about anything politically you want to talk about. We are trying to connect with Laurel Roses. Uh, We're having some difficulty in doing that. She is running for U.S. Congress, and I think in the 5th Congressional District. I think. Anyway, in the meantime, 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. And of course, emails always to Jeff at twelve twenty dot a.m. or Jeff at KSLM dot news. Um, Freedom Heating. I'm, I'm just reading things that are coming in here, hot and heavy. <laughs> Uh, Freedom Heating and Air, folks, is another one of our great local sponsors. They are a great local company that's been in business here in the Mid-Valley area almost 50 years. And they have built their business because they do a really great job of taking care of you. And as I have shared with you, some of you have used their services because you've emailed me. And you talk about how quickly they get out to your home To fix whatever's broken with your HVAC system. So it's a a great reason for you to consider doing business with Freedom Heating and Air. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. They've got a great blog. They even have DIY kits, things that you can do to, um, well, to, Take care of your system so maybe it doesn't break down. How cool is that, huh? Maintenance, all those things. Or just give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. And they'll get out to your place right away. 503-589-1220 Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty 1220 is that power buick gmc talk line 503 1220 emails always to jeff at am. jeff at kslm.news we will try to connect uh, continue to connect with laurel roses uh, we do she did request time to come on the show uh, not sure why we're not connecting but things happen folks they just do it is live radio, too, by the way. So David had written me a long, long email uh, about being, beware of Mark Thielman. He's not a supporter of Mark Thielman, okay? Especially with the straw poll result uh, at Dorchester. And it is a very long email, and, and I'm not going to get into it, uh, other than to say... Um hang on here cuz Laurel is calling me Laurel good morning Okay so This is the number you want to be called on. Okay. Uh, I'm actually live on the air right now, and everybody's hearing me say this to you. So I'm going to type that number to producer Phil, and he will call you, and we will talk in just a moment. Okay. All right. So there you go, folks. Uh, Live radio. (laughs) Oh, you gotta love it, right? I mean, it's it it's cool. You know, it is cool, and that's uh, that's how it should be. Let me get this typed into producer Phil and four and she is expecting producer Phil's call. Anyway, uh. There are those. Obviously, there's a lot of Republicans running for every office. And to be honest with you, I find that really good. Because to be truthful with you, I would be really worried if there weren't Republicans, and even more importantly, conservatives, running for office and willing to stand up. I'd be really, really concerned. Given the polling profound opportunity, when you hear me say, I believe there is a possible generational shift in political ideology and thinking and allegiances in America, and I'm gonna say in Oregon, I believe it. And I think it is happening as we speak. I truly do. And in fact, I would tell you that I think it is pretty profound. I've never seen anything like this in Oregon, folks. I've never seen the movement of voters and voter attitudes in such a relatively short period of time. I mean, it's stunning. It really is. If you think about it, to see what's going on here is powerful. And, uh, you know, look, there is every reason to be optimistic. and There just is. Because the polls are showing it, but more importantly, you know it. Because you're talking about it with your friends and your neighbors and the people you go work with, people you go to church with, people you associate with. You know it. It's powerful. It's real. It's not contrived. It's not my imagination. Now, don't think for one moment that I think this is a done deal because it isn't, folks. I said to you during all of those special broadcast days where we were where we were up at Dorchester, don't take this as a sign that you cannot work hard to do the things you needed to do to get the right kind of people elected. Because you see the left and the unions specifically, they're not going to take this lying down. They know they're in deep trouble and they're going to double down harder than ever. That means we have to match that. So please be encouraged, but don't shrink back and think it's a done deal. Uh, let's see, Gail. Thank you, Gail, for, um, the, um, so the Volcanoes, uh, stadium, you know, held the Reawaken America tour, which we were at and did our broadcast from. And They lost many season ticket holders, marketing partners, host families, and staff. And in fact, this is from Angela Plowhead is something that she posted on her Facebook page. And here's what they need. They need employees to work at the stadium when the season begins May 12th. They need host families to house out-of-town players. Marketing partnerships, promotion with the Volcanoes. So if you are interested in helping the Volcanoes baseball team, because they stood up, folks, then why don't you reach out directly to Lisa Walker? It's Lisa at MavsLeague.com. That's M-A-V-S League.com. Or you can call her. 503-8-5-1-3-1-1-1. 851-3111 Joining us is Laurel Roses. We finally made contact with
3: you. Laurel, good morning. Yes, good morning. It is a good morning.
1: It is indeed. I'm going to have to hold you over uh, at the break here. When we um, in about a minute and a half, I wanted to ask you the question that I ask everybody who's running for office: Why are you running for Congress?
3: I'm running for Congress because evil prevails when good people do nothing.
1: That's a. And I think we see a lot of that
3: going on in Washington D.C. right now.
1: So, have you ever run for office before? Just my local stuff. Well, that's all very important. Um, so. When you get back to DC, assuming that you, and and you're running for the fifth district, or is that the sixth? I am. Yeah, okay. So that's direct um, against Kurt Schrader. Should you beat him, and and think about this question over the, the break here, and then we'll come back with Laurel Rose's. If you beat him, how will you work with the other Republicans and probably a few new Democrats in Congress? To do the things that you know need to be done. Back in a moment with Laurel Roses for Congress. Check out her website, laurelrosesforcongress.com at 648.
0: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. We're going to go right back to our interview with Laurel Roses. All right, Laurel, I'll ask you that question. If you get elected and you're back in Congress, how do you think you're going to be able to work with Republicans and Democrats, especially for the things that you know have to be done.
3: Okay, so everybody in America is familiar with the squad, which was those four freshman representatives who got elected, and they immediately hit DC on fire with their agenda. Right, right. I think after freshman orientation, I will know enough like-minded Republicans at that point that I can, uh, that we can do basically the same thing. Uh, Those immigration issues that I'm hoping that they will let the freshmen tack because we are fresh in DC, fresh off of our promises that we made to our constituents. And we should be able to have, uh, you know, Immigration be our our first thing that we tackle because nobody wants to tackle it.
1: No, in fact, uh, Mayorkas, um, the DHS secretary, is back in D.C. today saying that the Biden administration and DHS specifically have effectively managed the border. you got to be kidding me.
3: Are you kidding? There will be over three million people who cross that border undetected and unvetted they're bringing disease, they're bringing drugs that are causing the mental health problems that are causing homeless and causing crime.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's stunning to think that, in fact, I got a uh, email from Linda, and I want to ask you about this. What do you think about, she writes, the Republicans giving Kevin McCarthy a standing ovation on the floor of the House yesterday? That tells me what the Republicans think of President Trump. This is that controversy where he's the leaked tape of him, you know, saying to Liz Cheney and others on a call that he was going to ask Trump to resign after the January 6th so-called insurrection. How are you going to be able to work with a guy like Kevin McCarthy?
3: I'm not. Do I have to work with Kevin McCarthy or can we work around Kevin McCarthy? Because he's not tackling the problems. He's been there too long. Unless we have term limits. The Kevin McCarthy's will continue to run the country.
1: Well, you're right about that. I'm fully in favor of term limits, too, by the way. This is long, long, long overdue. Uh, We're talking with Laurel Roses. She's a candidate for the 5th Congressional District. You can check out her website, laurelrosesforcongress.com. So, what about crime? Punishment? What do you think about Kate Brown turning loose this vicious murderer so bad that ron wyden who of course is running for re-election says it's grossly irresponsible what do you think about that and what would you try to do about those things
3: okay he's he's undermined he's undermining it's criminal we have a criminal justice system for a reason and the governor should not be allowed to let violent criminals out we have a crime problem already and now we're adding to it by This isn't the first violent criminal she has let loose, either. She used COVID as a way to dump all sorts of criminals onto our streets and our communities. The rural communities are hurting with crime, where it used to kind of be a suburban and urban problem, and now it's become a rural community and a small-town problem as well because of releasing all these prisoners.
1: Yeah, and it's it's pervasive, and it's got to stop. Um, on your website, you talk about no tolls. This is this idea to toll roads we've already paid for. How will you try to stop that at the federal level?
3: Well, I think the federal government, since it's on interstate freeways, had to give the final approval for that. And I, and I do not think that our Oregon constituents really had it on their radar to be able to protest it enough. But once it hits them, then they're going to be angry and frustrated. I just think that they slipped it in there without anybody really realizing what it would do. My husband's a truck driver. His prices are going to go up significantly because he'll go through that toll area six times a day. He's passing that on to his customers who are going to pass Mm. it on to you.
1: Yeah, and more and more people need to connect those dots and understand that that's part of inflation that's hurting them, and it's all about who they elect.
3: Right. Uh, and what's going to happen is returning... the small towns on the side roads are going to get slammed with the traffic yes, for people are. who can't afford the toll to get to work.
1: Yep. Look, I'm a. I have to go to into Portland twice a month for meetings. I'm sorry. And yeah, I know. And I, frankly, I'm not interested in taking a toll road and paying a toll, uh, to be honest with you. And and I will avoid it. And I think I'm not alone. Laurel, again, um, just what's the last thing you want to leave our listeners before we're done with our time today?
3: Yeah, I think that we owe our children a huge apology for the abuse we've wreaked on them the last two years with mask mandates and school shutdowns and all of the abuse that uh, that they suffered as a result of that. And our federal employees who got fired for refusing to take the shot, I don't call it a vaccine, it's not a vaccine, um, they need to be rehired and be given back paying compensation. The whole thing was insanity.
1: Well said. Laurel, thank you. Good luck out there on the campaign trail. Folks, check out again her website, laurelrosesforcongress.com. You can learn a lot about her. Laurel, wish you the best, and congratulations on stepping in.
3: Thank you, Jeff. Laurel Roses.
1: Uh, Lee writes an email uh, about a conversation about property on the Willamette River in Salem Apparently, it's going to be turned into affordable housing. He had this conversation with this person, and he said, building affordable housing is not the answer to the problem. But who will actually state and go after the problem? Yeah. Why are people homeless? Building affordable housing for homeless people doesn't solve the problem. Why are they homeless? Julie writes an email, said, Widen is one of the powers behind the removal of tariffs with China. Can you spell Nike? So far as I can see, the only two sources of clean power, hydropower and nuclear. Duke Utilities, the major power supplier in the southeast, use both. Tennessee Valley Authority for hydro and have nuclear plants in the south. The snowflakes want to breach the dams and are afraid of nuclear. Can you spell stupid? Yeah. Um Terry and Lupe sent me an email about uh, David, who had written said not to trust Mark Thielman, said I would love to hear why he does not like Mark. I'll just send forward you his email so that you can read it. It, it is a long email and uh, it is his opinion, and, and that's fine. Ed writes an email about revenge is the reason. Kate said revenge is a dish best served coal the united states constitution 1787 control the food you control the people control the energy you control the nation control the money you control the world who said that henry kissinger thank you ed folks tomorrow freedom friday ibra taher joins us he is a philosopher running for the republican nomination for the u.s senate we'll talk with him freedom friday make it a great day See you then.